This is the Apex United Methodist Church podcast. Hey, y'all. What is up? My name is Shelby Polyachik. Um, I'm a senior at Apex High School. I am pumped to be here this morning, and I'm so glad that y'all are here. I have some words to share this morning, so if you would, please pray with me real quick. Lord, thank you for another beautiful day. Thank you for creating the church as a space to come and to be in your presence and to worship you. Thank you for the youth and for the people who helped organize this morning. Lord, I pray that your word and your love come through my words this morning and that you'd soften our hearts so that we could let you into our lives more fully. Amen. So this passage from Jeremiah, I just think it is so cool because it tells us so much about who God is and how we should respond to that. So first, the Lord comes to Jeremiah and tells him, before I, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Not only did he form him, literally with his own two hands, but God also knew exactly who Jeremiah was going to be. And then it says, before you were born, I consecrated you. I set you apart. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Have you ever felt like this huge weight of responsibility? My sister is getting married soon, and so being the maid of honor, I um, had this weight of like holding the bridal shower. It was such an exciting event. I was super excited about it, made a whole Pinterest board for it, started pinning tweets about little DIY decorations and games and stuff that we could do. Um, And I thought it was going to be really easy, like super easy to plan. But the week before, I had three softball games. So I got home at like nine every night along with the other like high school homework and like the 20 other clubs that I'm part of, basically not actually 20. Um, (laughs) I like to think that. Anyway, so it turned out that I ended up planning along with um, a couple other ladies the party like the day before and I was like oh we'll just do this and this and it ended up being way more work than I ever thought and in the middle of the day when I saw all that all that I had left to do I was like no way like why am I in charge of this why was this all on me this is never going to happen I said what have I gotten myself into it was more work than I'd ever imagined and I felt like I was way too immature to host it anyway I had never even been to a bridal shower and I was hosting this one (laughs) It turned out it was very fun, and we got it all done, but in the middle of that day, I just couldn't believe that it was all on me. Like, why me? And that's exactly how Jeremiah felt when he responded to God, Um, when God said all this, I've consecrated you stuff. Jeremiah says, why me? He says, oh, Lord, behold, I don't know how to speak, for I am only a youth. This man, Jeremiah, is still living off his parents' funds. He's not independent yet. He doesn't know the ways of the world, but God set him apart to serve? Honestly, this is exactly how we all would respond to God if he said this to us today. For me, I'd probably use the same one Jeremiah said. I'd probably say, I'm too young. (laughs) No one's going to listen to me. Um, But all of us, if we're real, I think we've all come up with some kind of excuse like this. Like, maybe we don't have enough money or enough time, or the people around us will judge us, or maybe we aren't even as good of a Christian as these other people. Somebody else will do something, right? We love to just pin tweets about what we want to do for the Lord, but when it comes down to actually planning the party, it's way too much work. Recently, I made friends with a few girls who have the strongest, most genuine faith I have ever seen or witnessed. 
They're my age. They go to Holly Springs High, and this year they started a club named JOY, which stands for Jesus, Others, Yourself. I thought they were so incredible for doing this, and as we got closer, I got to see just how awesome of a community of girls they had created at their high school. One day, they texted me and said, Shelby, let's start JOY at Apex High. And at first, I was like, why did you ask me? Like, I am way too busy. I have so many responsibilities. I have practice every day. I barely have time to sleep. Why are you asking me? My days were already packed. But of course, I didn't want to sound like I was stressed out or uncommitted. So I texted back, okay, without really thinking it would work out. So they kept texting me ideas and details about meeting up. And I, of course, loved the idea. But I really thought they should have asked someone else. Someone better, with more time, with stronger faith. There was no way, first of all, we'd find a teacher to even let us have her room, and no way the girls at our school would be open to something like joy. I was very skeptical. But y'all, God responds to Jeremiah. He says, Do not say, I am only a youth, for to all to whom I send you, you shall go, and whatever I command, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. He says, I am with you to deliver you. This is the most encouraging thing I've ever heard, or I've read in a long time. It's like, you know, I know this. Like, God's going to be with me. God's here through everything, duh. But in this context, I just think it's really cool, and it's something to point out. God is saying here that if he calls us to serve, whenever we are serving his name, he will be there and help us succeed. Now, he's not saying that everything will go perfectly, but he is saying that if we're serving him, we shouldn't be afraid of anything. None of the excuses we made matter. Another thing to point out here, though, is that by God saying that he'll deliver us, that he'll rescue us, implies that serving him is dangerous. He's saying, um, he's telling Jeremiah here that his journey will bring trouble, and that's so true. But God tells him that he's here through everything that he faces, and if Jeremiah is serving his name, God will deliver him. Our God is sovereign over everything. (laughs) He formed us. He knew us before we were born, and he's with us now. So if he's more powerful than anything on this earth, why do you think it's so easy for us to think that these excuses like being too young, too busy, or not good enough will stop us? It's also interesting to note that in this passage, God says, for all to whom I send you, you shall go. Whatever I tell you, you shall say. He doesn't tell Jeremiah, If you do well enough, if you're strong enough, if you're safe enough, you might be able to make it there, but you have to do good enough. He doesn't say, if you don't stutter, if you study enough, if there's people there to listen, then you'll say this. No, God says you will go. You will speak. There's such certainty in these words because God's power creates in Jeremiah the strength to make it to the places he's sent. And his power gives Jeremiah the words to say and the people to listen to them and the strength to say it. I think that's what God wants us to learn from this part of the passage, is that even if we are young or don't have a lot of money or we're sinners, that if we truly want to serve him, he'll change our hearts and he'll help us change our circumstances to succeed in serving him because he is so sovereign over everything on this earth. And if it's in his name, it will be stronger than anything else. He tells us that he'll provide funds or resources or he'll give us the audience, or the words, or the heart change that we need to be better Christians, or whatever it is, in order to serve him. 
So when I met my friends too, somehow, with my busy schedule and all, you know, try and plan our club, the first teacher I asked let us use her room. A gracious dad of one of the girls bought Chick-fil-A to give out, and we did it. We handed out flowers to invite girls to our club, and on the first day, close to 100 girls showed up between the two lunches. We talked about breaking down the stereotypes of Jesus on that first day, and even though a lot of girls came only for the Chick-fil-A and never came back, they still heard us. We're still hosting Joy every Wednesday, and a solid 20 to 30 girls show up every week. We talk about living life with Jesus, and I can feel each of us growing in our walks with each new meeting. The cool thing is, I never even expected it to work out. I thought I would be way too busy to handle it, but God gave me some incredible girls to help me lead. I thought the girls wouldn't come, but God gave me Twitter and Instagram to advertise and some beautiful hearts open to listening that come every single week. I thought we'd never have enough food, but God gave us a ministry that always seems to have some cakes left over for us to serve. I thought I wasn't the right one to serve, but God showed me that whenever I am serving in his name, he's got me. I like to think that one of the girls who only showed up for the Chick-fil-A heard about Jesus' love for the first time. I found some incredible treasures in these words and Jeremiah as I dug into it. The first thing is that God literally knows us so well. He knows every single part of us. He knows our hearts. He knows what we struggle with. But he also knows exactly why he made us. He knows that we will try to come up with excuses when he calls us to serve, but he tells us that his love and his power is strong enough to rescue us from absolutely anything we might think could hold us back. He's intimate with us, and he gives us the words to say to do the impossible, because his motive will always be stronger than anything else in the world. This passage is a call to action. It's God telling Jeremiah, and then Jeremiah telling us, that we are served, called to service every single day. God calls us to serve him, and no matter what we think may be holding us back, he is sovereign over all of it. God doesn't want us to just pin Pinterests about serving, or just plan out how we'd like to serve. He doesn't want us to half-heartedly text back, okay, when we don't really want to commit. He wants us to jump in, to get stuff done, to serve in the way that we always wish we could, because there's absolutely nothing holding us back. And serving our Lord is exactly the reason we were created. Pray with me. Dear Lord, I pray this morning that this day you'd help us hear your call to action. Father, I thank you for calling us to serve you and for saving us from whatever hardships we might face in doing it. It is so reassuring to know that you are sovereign over anything and everything on this earth and that you are the reason we are here. Lord, help us know that and feel that and respond to this by glorifying your name, just like Jeremiah does later in the book. In Jesus' name, amen.